The homilies for sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. Reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord God then took the man and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and care for it. The Lord God gave the man this order. You are free to eat from any of the trees of the garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. From that tree you shall not eat. The moment you eat from it, you are surely doomed to die. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person. But the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart but the stomach, and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. Interesting that in the first reading today from Genesis, that God pretty much tells Adam, you've got one job, one order, only one thing you can't mess up. Simply don't eat from this tree of knowledge of good and evil. Because if you do, you're going to die. Or in other words, if you eat this fruit, you will defile yourself. But then in the gospel passage, Jesus tells the disciples in no uncertain terms that it isn't what one eats, what enters the mouth, stomach, and soon exits thereafter that defiles, but what comes from the heart, from within, that defiles. An interesting contrast, but of course it was not the fruit itself that was the issue in the garden as much as it was the disobedience. The desire to, as the serpent put it, to be like gods who know what is good and what is evil. I don't know if as a child you ever, as I did, had the experience of eating something you were expressly told not to by your mom or dad. It might be a piece of candy or cake or some such goodie preserved for company. You wanted to obey, but the temptation of how good it would taste and the desire for that immediate pleasure overpowered your obedience, and you took a bite. But strangely, in taking that bite, the guilt of the disobedience, the consequence of the conscience, removed the enjoyment of the taste and filled you not with pleasure, but with shame. That is how I see the reaction of Adam and Eve to the fruit-eating incident. But I am stealing low-hanging fruit from Friday's reading, so let me get back to today's gospel. Jesus is, of course, absolutely right. It is what comes from within, from the heart, that is either virtuous or sinful, not what we eat. 
But as I look over this list of sins Jesus enumerates, it occurs to me that the direction to not eat something might be far easier than the struggles we may have with evil thoughts, sexual temptation, greed, deceit, envy, or the lack of humility that can lead to arrogance. But does it have to be? And while acknowledging that the struggle with food allergies can be quite difficult, what I'm talking about here is, for example, the straightforward prohibition against meat on Fridays during Lent. I mean, if we simply don't lose track of what day it is, it's fairly easy to avoid eating meat for one day a week. Well, as I look back at some of the areas of sinful inclination in my life, I must admit the choice to not sin might have been just as simple if I had stepped back and seen it for what it was. For example, I can think of a few times when someone cutting me off in traffic or cutting in front of me in a line caused me to be upset and inclined toward a sinful as opposed to a charitable response. Why? Because the actions of the other person might have caused me to have to slow down for a bit or delayed my getting some service for a minute or two? Hardly worth separating myself from God over, which is, of course, what sin does. And what about the times someone fails in some courtesy or acknowledgement we feel we are owed, such as failing to thank us for a favor or a gift? We can let such minor oversights take our feelings down a path of judgment and negativity that is truly uncharitable and unnecessary. When we could simply choose rather than focusing on ourselves to focus on the next positive thing we can do for others. Seeing all the good we do is being done not for us, but for God. As we contemplate this gospel about eating things versus feeling things as it relates to sin, I think Jesus would love for us to realize that some areas we repeatedly struggle with in regard to sin are more within our control than we might think if, with his help, we treat them more like a decision over which we have the power to decide, like what to eat, and less like some internal weakness or flaw over which we have no control. Perhaps, as we prepare to receive his precious body, the one food that has the power to change us, we can ask him to open his hand and fill us with this knowledge and perspective, along with other good things, that he might empower us to do our part to renew our corner of the earth. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.